Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, you know, parts are working. Good. Yeah, how are you doing? Good. Is that right? Good? Yeah. That's all you got to say about how you're doing? Yeah, today's a great yeah. day. No, is it? Yeah, well, uh, we need to start out with you explaining to the audience out there what, you, what it is you did yesterday. And, and I, I guess I need to frame that by saying, uh, were you out golfing or protesting yesterday afternoon? And you said you were doing both. So we all look forward to you explaining how you were doing that. Well, you know, by golfing at a, with friends, I was expressing my uh, stain for the system. Is that right? Yeah, without mask, you know. Without mask, I really went against it. Went went against and the grain. And like four of you rode in the same cart, or something like that. No yeah. social distancing at all. Nope. Oh, lots, lots so of you're, hugs. You're, you're 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 counter protesting, huh? Yes. Wow. Okay. And we went out to eat, eat afterwards. So you went out to eat afterwards. Yeah. Oh, what what was that like? Uh, well, we're at fifty percent capacity, so it was kind of awkward, but still interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, how far away was the nearest table? Uh, six feet. I mean, it was like every other table they they were doing seating people in. Yeah. Hmm. It was, I mean, it was full. I mean, they had all their seats taken. Is that right? Were, were the, uh, were the wait weren't... staff wearing masks? Yeah. I mean, they had them on. I wouldn't necessarily call what they were doing wearing them. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. I don't think the mask does a lot of good when it's on your chin. It doesn't cover your mouth or your nose. No, no, no. Uh, I, in fact, uh, I, I kind of publicly harangue this. It, uh, it upsets me when you go into places where you're supposed to wear masks and people have them under their nose. And it's like, I've looked it up just to make sure there wasn't a memo that said, you know, you don't really need to cover your nose or something. But I, I've actually found doctors and, and medical professionals say, like you said, if it's under your nose, you know, it, it's, it's a waste of time. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't get it. If you're going to bother, put one on, you know, why aren't you wearing it right? But right. What do I know, right? I've got, I'm getting on a plane today, so I've got to wear one for a couple hours. You're, you're getting on a plane? I am. Where, where are you going, Phoenix? It's top secret information. Oh, top secret information. Holy moly. All right. Well, I get you're probably flying to DC to help the president out. <laughs> no. If it's, if it's top secret. <laughs> no. You're probably you're probably probably going to DC to join Barr's Army. Who's I don't know that one, Barr's Army. Well, well, from what I'm reading, there have been a lot of very strange uh, military dudes standing around, none of them have a ID on their uniforms or anything. And uh, I, there are morning reports that indicate that uh, Attorney General Barr uh, has brought in like people from the prisons and various other organizations over which he's, uh, 
he has charge uh, to help, uh, you know, and, and uh, he's had them all take off any ID. So uh, he kind of has a pri private army thing going here or, or a secret army. I, I don't know about private, but secret army. Yeah, we wouldn't want to know who all these people were, you know, standing around with heavy weaponry and heavenly, heavily, uh, you know, accoutred. Armed, armed to the teeth. Well, yeah, and you know, with with, with the, the the whole helmet and uh, Kevlar vests, and you know, just looking like they're ready to ready for battle. Yeah. So, you know, they're supposed to have a million people in D.C. tomorrow to protest. I bet you they have more. Well, I it, it, it will be. Uh, let's just hope it stays peaceful. Yes, I do too. Yeah, I think. So. I mean, there's been a lot of very positive, peaceful protests that I've seen. Uh, I wish they would kind of focus on those a lot more than the ones that have gotten a little out of hand. But you know, yeah, well, you know, blood, blood, blood does make headlines, John. Well, you know, shooting tear gas into un, not, yeah. un, not unruly. I don't know what peaceful crowd is not. Not very good. No, no, it uh, seems an overreaction, but you know, rubber, when you want to go someplace, when it, when you want to go someplace, you want to go someplace, John. Have you heard that it's gone kind of viral? So maybe you have or haven't. Uh, I just heard it on the radio yesterday. They did a uh, Zoom meeting, like a Zoom city council in yeah. California, <laughs> and that guy rips them, like just no. goes into this tirade. For like thirty seconds, man, he just totally tears into him about you know shooting rubber bullets and tear gas and the peaceful protesters and all this stuff, and calls them you know a bunch of bleeped yeah. out words. And then at the very last end, I mean, he's yelling, screaming, and he's like, "I yield my time." <laughs> and he hands I yield my time. <laughs> I, I, lit, I lit it up. I'm done now. Right? Yep. So, oh well, yeah. Uh, Yes, we, we we live in troubled times. Let's just hope things settle some to the point where we can at least have peaceful protests in this country without tear gas and rubber bullets and shooting people. I'm telling you, man, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. On people. Yeah, with the way 2020 is gone, I wouldn't be surprised if freaking King Kong and Godzilla walked out of the ocean here soon this weekend or something. Well, I I. Be, beware what you ask for, dude. You know, we're already on our third uh, tropical storm and it's not even season yet. Well, I guess June 1st is the beginning of season, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, you, you, you might see some Godzillas here soon. So, Mothras. Yeah. yeah and you, your, your friends in Houston will be underwater again. So, right. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we've uh, bantered around and it hasn't been about uh, Tom Brady's split pants. And uh, wow, what a thing. So where do you want to begin, John? Uh, did, did you catch up on last night's um, game shows? or I was, I was not able to catch up on last night. I mean, I've, I've got the synopsis of the evenings, but, but yeah. uh, no, I wasn't able to actually watch. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, the uh, I was... We'll have to discuss a couple things here about, about Millionaire. 
First, is it a good idea for ABC to uh, advertise that Anderson Cooper is doing the million dollar question? Yeah, I think so. It brings viewers, right? Well, but that means you, 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 you're like, there is no suspense then until he gets the million dollar question, right? That's true. I mean, I'm like, you know, that means he's answered five or six questions that I didn't know he was going to answer. But there you go. So he got to the million dollar question and it was the biggest clusterfuck in the history of the Western world, man. So. Oh, his call a friend was Kelly Ripa. His call a friend was Kelly Ripa. There you go. I was going to ask you about that too. But <clears throat> so his call a friend was Kelly Ripa. You know what the question was? I do not. Uh, scientists, scientists did a, an electroencephalogram on what food, and it had a similar reading to the human brain. Okay, and the answers were, oh God, something they, they were all kind of dumb. But but uh, okay, so B was spam, C was lime jello, D was. Uh, uh, toasted marshmallows. I don't remember what A was, but it was never one they considered. So those were the answers, right? He did not have he he did not immediately have a clue, right? A is wintergreen lifesaver. Okay, there you go. Uh, I know. Okay, so I don't know. I guess there's some place you can look this up. Obviously, uh, and and so he struggled. Decided he was going to call his phone a friend who he reveals is Kelly Ripa. Calls Kelly Ripa, and you know, you know, Jimmy's clear, you've got 30 seconds. And a Anderson gets on and says to her, you know, kick it around a little bit, you know, and every, everything. And it's like, Anderson, you're not going to have that much time. He reads the question and the answers twice, and she never even gets a chance to respond. <laughs> never. I mean, it hits zero and she's never said a word and he's like she doesn't get to respond and jimmy says your 30 seconds is up and he says oh so he never you know just completely burns the phone a friend thing so she called back later okay and and said i i guess i missed it and and, he, and jimmy says yeah your 30 seconds was up and she said well if i'd been able to answer the only one I've ever eaten is lime jello, which turns out to be the right answer, by the way. And they're all going, oh, and I'm like, but that, she didn't say she knew. She just says the only one she's ever eaten is lime jello. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was the that was the question. And uh, uh, he did not bother answer it because he didn't want to lose uh, 400 some thousand for his. Right. Yeah. So he didn't. He didn't do it. So we've, we've so had two that, people. That was our game to the million. And then uh, Andy went. Andy Cohen went. Who was, they swapped places as they advertised. And Andy ripped through and hit the sixty-four thousand dollar question, and and they both missed it. So Ooh. yeah, just completely. I don't remember what it was. It's kind of a surprising whiff, if I remember right. And obviously, you can look it up. Uh, let's see, to honor Wilbur Scoville on what would have been his 151st birthday, uh, yes. Google fittingly featured images of what 
on its home page? You know the answer, right? Nope. Oh, it's chili peppers because it's oh, a Scoville. Scoville rating. Yes. Right. Scoville yes. rating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially the options are crossword puzzles, chili peppers, eyeglasses, and test tubes. Yeah, well, they, they kicked all of them around. They, they were sure it was not chili. He did not invent chili peppers, so they would not have done that. So uh, that one, they, they, they eliminated. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel, uh, it, it is funny. They, they, uh, he, he had to use Jimmy uh, earlier because the question was, who was the last host of the Oscars before they decided to go hostless? And the answer was Jimmy Kimmel, and they had to ask Jimmy. But they asked Jimmy, and Jimmy, and 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 they they, they had a conversation about would be this be a matter of pride? And and uh, Anderson said, I would not think so. And uh, so Jimmy got to say, Well, yeah, it was me. I was the last one. Thank you for for all me. this. And, yeah. And so when they got to the the one with the peppers, he got to say, Well, if you hadn't burned me. On one, you know, about the Academy Award host, you know, I know this one. So he got to kind of, <laughs> he got to dig them a bit. So, yeah. Yeah. So the Scoville scale, I clearly aren't into hot foods, right? Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. So there you go. So Kelly Ripa, John. Interesting. Interesting choices. You're, 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 sit, you're, you're sitting around saying to yourself, I'm going to desperately need somebody to answer a question about uh, electroencephalograms. Kelly Ripa's name pop right up there, John? No, that would not have been the first person I would have thought of. No, no. And, it, and, and it's, uh, what did they say? Malcolm Gladwell, what, what's the author's name? Malcolm Blackwell, Gladwell? Why, why yeah. didn't you have him? Uh, as your phone a friend or something like that, you know somebody who's uh, you know, an intellectual philosopher, who maybe even a scientist who might know this sort of thing, right? That, right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have. You know, if you got, I mean, it. I don't know. I shouldn't say that they didn't seem like they're taking it serious, but between the two, I mean, they didn't exactly choose smart running mates and or obviously good phone friends. Who was uh, who was uh, Andy's phone a friend, or did he did he not use his phone a friend in in, in order to he save? Didn't use, he didn't use it. No. To save. Uh, he, said, he said who it was, and it was a celebrity. So, uh, so he's like, oh wow. It, 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 you know, I, I guess they go for celebrity value on that to some extent, and and it's like, well. Maybe you should, but so that was, that was interesting. And then, uh, you know, there was the usual craziness on, uh, on uh, Holy Moly. Uh, uh, they, they did not have any new tricks uh, and nobody made a hole in one. They did return to your favorite, the diving episode and brought the guy back from Purdue to do, to do a real dive and got, got a, uh, Steve Gutenberg uh, told him it was trash and gave him a 0.5 for it. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. The poor guy, yeah. And, of course, poor at guy. this point, yeah. And, and, I mean, 
it wasn't even cannonballs the two women did this week. They were both supposed to be doing a, a reverse one and a half pike or something. And they just kind of jumped off the board backwards and land, you know, and just fell into the water. So they didn't even, you know, try and dive. So it was kind of like landing in dog, dog position, right? Yoga style. But uh, they, they both got really high marks. It was artistic. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and the guy who won was almost as crazy as the guy from last week. Uh, a 23-year-old frat boy. So uh, he had a red solo cup a, a good part of the time and uh, was having a good time. <laughs> a red so solo. I, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the finals going look like. Oh yes, well, and and in the number in, in the whole number two, you know, you're one of your favorites, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the second guy who. Uh, was uh, wanted to be a professional golfer and was kind of, you know, he was, uh, he was, uh, how do I say this? He looked more like a, uh, a linebacker, you know, a college linebacker size guy. Right. So the green light goes off. He doesn't even run. You know what he tried to do? Uh-oh. He tried to push the door shut, uh, all the way down and he got more than halfway down and and he lost his uh, grip and fell in and and they all thought that that was an interesting strategy as he shoved the door shut on uh you know first the uh, gopher and then i think it was the fly held him up he was having trouble with so <laughs> there you go yeah. so but that was an that was an interesting strategy on holy moly Speaking of holy moly, John, Drew Brees might have uh, stepped into a bear trap uh, this week, huh? Let's, yeah, that's to say the least. Yeah. You really, that right there, I think, is the complete definition of what people don't understand. And I, I'll be honest with you, uh, five years ago, I was completely anti-kneeling for the, during the national anthem. And yeah. uh, through some education and some awareness, which is, I think, is what really needs to be said. People need to be aware of what it, it actually is, the pro, you know, what, the, what it means. It's not protesting the flag. It's not protesting national anthem. It's just making a statement against the injustice that right. is clearly happening everywhere. You mean like, like, like George uh, Floyd, right? Yeah. 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 So, so, but, but this goes back to uh, the whole uh, athletes should, uh, should just not get involved sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, you know, people say that to athletes to say, shut up and, you know, stay in your corner and all that sort of thing. I, I don't believe that. But on the other hand, if you're going to step out and say shit, you got to be damn careful. You know, <laughs> you can't, <laughs> I well, mean, he, he didn't even answer the question that was asked to him. That's the worst part. You know, the question was, do you think there's going to be protesting or more protesting this year during the NFL season? And then he goes into this, you know, American statement about, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, about his grandfathers and stuff like that. And all he had was a yes or no question. He didn't have to go into this in-depth statement that ended up, I mean. Yeah, blew it, up it, like it, a, an A-bomb, yeah, right. I mean, is he – is he going to get forced into retirement, early retirement, or what? Well, he, he apologized yesterday, and people seemed fairly 
happy with it. I think he did a good job with the apology, but he didn't geez. necessarily retract his statement, though. Well, you know, that's the thing about such things. You know, people get nitpick and parse everything, and you get in more trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I say, you know, you're going to step into that arena and open your mouth and go on Yahoo Finance or wherever. Boy, you better <laughs> you better know what you're doing. So Yeah. And you better be ready for the fallout, right? Well, and you should have been ready for the question also. Yeah. Well, get, given the, the nature of things, uh, it does seem to be a pretty straightforward question. And, uh, yeah, I, I think Colin Kaepernick has uh, gotten a lot of cred since this happened. So, yeah, been a lot of, uh, been a lot of, uh, retractors. A lot of public apologies. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a Drew B Brees. Uh, since we don't have sports, we get to watch sports figures try and figure out how to deal with the media. It's not nearly as much because there's a lot of controversy about what Tiger said, too. See, I missed that statement. I haven't heard what he said. Oh, well, it was pretty, you know, uh, I, thought was, I, I thought it was pretty vanilla, but I guess people wanted something more radical out of him and you know that ain't happening see, i saw i saw somebody on twitter and it was an athlete or i forget who it was you know say man i'm starting to realize why mj never said anything out loud right because it's, yeah, it's well, basically a lose seems like it's practically a lose-lose situation for these guys i mean unless you you don't say the exact right thing or what everybody wants to hear then you know then they're they're gonna throw you under the bus well unless you're really committed to the cause and you don't give a damn about you know the the repercussions right if you're just trying right. to massage the pr you're just stepping in a like i said a bear trap you know in a pile of doo-doo you know there are okay. lots of guys who do a pretty good job but then they're like malcolm jenkins has quite the rep for speaking out about this kind of thing from the yeah. now saints and you know, he can he can do it because, you know, he's he's living it and then doing it every day. And, you know, he's talking to talk, walking to walk. And he doesn't care if somebody says you're being too radical or whatever. Right. Because right. this is something he really believes in. But you're going to get out and try and give a, you know, a white bread soft. I'm going to get away. I'm going to say something, but I'm not going to say too much to piss anybody off. You're just right. <laughs> You just might as well just keep your mouth shut, right? So, I agree. Yep. Yeah. So that, that was fun. So I, I got lots of confusion, John. You know, first, we talked last week, you know, I'm not a, I guess I'm not a, a big fan of the NBA coming back. But what the hell are they doing, John? Bubble Town. They're going to be playing. In, <laughs> that's what we're calling it, Bubble Town. Is that right? Bubble Town. Yeah. Go ahead. So they're all staying. They're all going to Disney, staying in no, the sports they're, complex. They're not, they're not all going. This is part of my confusion. They're only the 22. They're only 22 teams, and it's, it's, it's 13 Eight games. from one, one conference and nine from the other, which I, I'm sure there's a reason, but it's like, wow, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. And then, yeah. 
So why why yeah. is it twenty two teams? Well, because the other eight teams are completely out of it. There's no reason for them to be there. But 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 but, but. okay, go on. I, I guess. I, so I mean, so, it, it's, it's still it's still under this the COVID fears, right? So th- their point is is why why risk people or players or teams that have they're they're literally playing for nothing so there's no reason for them to. but why why don't you just say this it's playoff these these 16 teams are in the playoffs and in the season they're coming up with some sort of artificial short schedule eight games right to to give a couple to jockey for position and everything which you know i get Okay, they can't be playing the same. They can't be playing the same schedule they were playing. Well, that was. I mean, they kind of went over this schedule yesterday on on the radio when I was out and about, and uh, it's weird. So yeah. you got eight. It's you got eight games, and if any of you, they're basically going to go by their schedule, and if any of the next. They'll just go until you play that you were scheduled to play against one of these teams. That's one of these twenty-two teams, 20, other twenty-one teams. Yeah. And if you're, and everybody has at least two games with these teams, um, so you know it, that part is kind of weird. Some teams are going to get done with their eight games a lot sooner than other teams, which is also weird. Um, so, like, you know, the Lakers may play three games in a week in the first week, and the Mavs may not play a game at all for the first. Yeah. Six, seven days. But they're, um, they're, they're not going to play the bottom, the bottom eight. Yeah. So it, the, which, the, the scheduling. Which, right. I mean, which would have been an advantage, you know, somebody, they'd have been doing the analysis of the schedule, the last eight games or however many games of the season of who gets to play, how many of those teams and will have the better record. They don't even get to play them. So uh-huh. it completely changes the dynamic of, what would have happened? But anyway, they're going to do that, and then they're going to have I the think, playoffs, and they're doing I it. Think all, the eight, they're, they're doing it all in Florida. Doing it all in Florida. Um, have you heard some of the home court tweaks that they're thinking of trying to do? No. I, like one of them is that they what the what would have been the home team or the lower seed, um, they get they get seven fouls each instead of six. Uh, which is dumb. Uh, another one is uh, one proposal was that you could actually bring your home court in and install it for your home games. Yeah. Which I thought was de- awful. In other words, put the decals down. No, they were going to transport their home, their all whole court oh, really? from wherever. Yeah. Which right. I don't know. That would be a logistical, I think that would be a logistical nightmare. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other weird ones, but uh, the other one is is that the lower seed, when it gets to the playoffs, that the lower seed teams, which when I say lower, I mean like one and two seeds, would get to choose their opponent. So they wouldn't necessarily play the eight seed. They yeah. could play, you know, if they thought the eight seed was on a hot streak or whatever, they could play the six seed or the five seed, which could create some, you know, I think – I think that's kind of cool because you could create kind of a chip on your shoulder. Like, you know, if the one seed says, you know, I want you six seed and the six seeds like, all right, 
you want us, you're going to pencil, you know, point us out, then we're going to come at you. I don't know. But I think the eight game schedule for the most part is just a kind of like a preseason warm up, you know, just to get players back into game mode before the playoffs start. That That's my unofficial theory or, or thought on that. Yeah. Well, at least they found seem to have found a way to have everybody sign off and play. The MLB is like, I, I don't know, man. So MLB is, 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 yeah, they're, I mean, the, the MLB completely rejected the players last offer and didn't even counter and said, we're not even going to counter this. Yeah. They, they said they're not going to counter. So. I guess the owners don't want to play, huh? That's what everybody thinks. They think the owners literally just don't want to play. Well, I wonder if the owners have insurance that would give them, pay them if they don't play. You're talking, you know, like I guess Oakland hasn't paid their rent to rent the stadium. So I guess they owe whoever they rent the stadium from like $1.2 million. They're being sued. Uh, you know, well, they're looking Oakland, at it. Oakland laid everybody off, I think, too, or stopped paying a lot of their yeah, they, staff and everybody. Yeah, they stopped playing their minor leaguers, which was yeah. you know that that came due. Some teams continue to pay them four hundred dollars a month with the due, and some teams cut it to three hundred, and some teams quit paying them altogether. Yeah. So I, I, it's. Well, like I said last week, uh, I wasn't sure it was a negotiating strategy to put a, put a uh, rancid proposal on the table, but it may, and maybe it was some sort of strategy, but uh, does not look like they're coming together anytime soon, does it? Does not seem to be any unity going here, and and I think it's it's a really really bad idea from the owners. I mean, they're they're thinking very short term money-wise instead of thinking long-term damages i think if you have a you know if the nba and the nhl and you know the football season goes off as as scheduled and we have absolutely no baseball for an entire year i mean there's always going to be your your diehard baseball fans but at the same time yeah i mean it's it's a pretty pretty big hit to the to the brand i think yeah, I think I, yeah, I think it's I think it's a terrible idea. I think they should be playing in July and August, and when they would really have the attention on them. But you know, you can't make them play, right? No, you can't make them play. And, and it, you know, I saw like... a crazy idea of uh, of uh, you know bringing in minor leaguers and uh, essentially scabs to play if they couldn't get an agreement and I'm like, Oh God, you're not that crazy to try that. That wouldn't be a good thing either. So Mm -hmm. nobody wants to see shitty baseball, even if it is live. Yeah. I mean, we can watch South Korea if we want to watch, you know, minor minor league baseball. Right. So, so there, there you go, John. Yeah. We, we've killed another half an hour uh, with our, our brilliance, John. We have. We have. Is there is there anything else? Uh, let's see. The PGA Tour starts next week. Next is... week, here in my backyard. Yep. So good luck on the weather. That's all I'm going to uh, say. I think it's supposed to be okay here. Oh, is that is that supposed to be thunderstorms or anything like that? 
It is like 95 there every day. And, you know, I figure it's thunderstorm weather. It was hot and sticky yesterday. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's somebody I live with has Fort Worth on their phone and checks constantly. Like, I, I, I guess there's a reason for it, but yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's by, living vicariously, huh, John? Yeah. How's the weather been out there? Have you guys had any hot, big hot days? Well, you know, well, not not by your standards, but, you know, we've had, it was 80-something yesterday with, uh, you know, 70% humidity, so it gets pretty sticky, so that's the best yeah. I can do. That's pretty hot. Well, yeah, it's it's not comfortable, you know, when you can carve through carve through the, the air as you walk through it, you know, so it's not good. John, you know, it's desperate times when we're talking about the weather, dude. Yeah. Big, yeah. Ho- big horse race tomorrow, John. Oh, yeah. Santa, Santa Anita Derby, uh, which is usually the last prep for the Kentucky Derby out of California. They're running tomorrow, which, you know, is still getting derby points. So uh, the California-based horses, the three-year-olds will be trying out. The favorite is off. Authentic, John. So keep that in mind. Probably not be uh, a horse to bet on unless if you want to make money. But so so uh, you know all that's coming down. Two weeks we'll have the the Belmont, which is going to be stranger than strange. But uh, we are in, we live in strange times when Godzilla might appear out of the water. Yeah, could come out any moment. Yeah, any moment. Yeah. So. Well, John, this has been fun. Now you can get back to the golf course and uh, and uh, work on your game. The game's been are, pretty are, decent, has it? And and what's Tony think of it? <laughs> he still hasn't accepted my reputation or my invitation yet. Is not well. That's it's got to be heartbreaking, John. He's ghosting me. Yeah, heartbreaking, John. Yeah. So good luck with that, John, and. Uh, Good luck with the rest of your weekend. You too, Steve. Have a great weekend. Yeah, and we'll, I, I don't know what we'll talk about next Friday, John, but uh, I'm sure we'll make something up. We'll wing it. We'll wing it. Yeah, it would be the first time, right? Right. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's the Obvious Brothers signing out. Bye for another Have a great weekend. Yeah.